Welcome to Coffee and Sports, your weekly podcast that makes you smarter on the most intriguing topics from this past week in the world of sports, all in the 20 minutes or so it takes you to drink your coffee. I'm your host, Colin Fleming. I covered sports for years for ESPN, now coming to your ears from Los Angeles, California. I'm joined by my partner in crime. He's the former Division I all-conference offensive lineman who went on to become a college football recruiter and now can give Joe Thomas a run for his money with those apps. It's the one and only Jeffrey Earl Hines. Jeff, how are you doing this week? Colin, doing great. It's awesome to be back with you here today. The sky is blue, the grass is brown, and we get to talk about football today. Jeff, huge week. Coach O gets his ring. NFL Championship Week. OBJ is catching headlines. Conor McGregor is back and so much more. So let's get right into it all with three and out. All right, Jeff, it's three and out. The three most intriguing topics from this past week in the world of sports. Topic number one, hold that, Tiger. Burrow's got time. Launching for the end zone. Jump ball. Touchdown. Terrence Marshall. I won that Heisman. Now it's time to fit me for that ring. Jeff, how impressive was this 15-game title run by Joe Burrow, Coach O, and the Bayou Bengals? First off, Colin, I love seeing Coach O leading the LSU Tigers on this run. A lot of people doubted him uh, coming into the job, especially what happened uh, at Ole Miss, and he proved a lot of the doubters wrong. Uh, But very impressive 15-game run by them. Joe Burrow was absolutely outstanding. Uh, 60 touchdowns, six interceptions, breaking all the records uh, for a quarterback in the NCAA. Uh, But they were just fun to watch. I mean, heck, he had Chase and Jefferson on the outside. Uh, You had Moss, a tight end, and it it was awesome seeing Randy Moss at the games. Uh, But they just dominated every game. I mean, heck, they had seven wins against top 10 teams. And that's domination, which is always impressive. It was one of the more impressive runs we will ever see, that is for sure. Topic number two, Pitchgate. Major League Baseball announced on Monday that they have suspended Astros manager A.J. Hinch and their general manager for the season. And on top of that, Major League Baseball fined the organization $5 million. Shortly after that, both were fired by Houston, and so was Red Sox manager Alex Cora for his role. On Thursday morning, Carlos Beltran stepped down as manager of the Mets for his participation in the scandal. Jeff, how big of a black eye is this scandal to baseball, and is the fallout fair? Colin, it's a major black eye for the MLB, just like the steroid uh, era. And it seems like based on what everybody's saying, it's been going on for a long time and people have just overlooked it. So it's something where it's gone on, it's been overlooked, but now that it's in the public eye, everybody's seen it, everybody's using the term cheating. So that's always gonna cause cause a major concern for any league. Now, as far as the fallout for uh, the people, the Alex Cora's, AJ Hinch, as the fallout it fits perfect. They cheated. That's what they did. Back in 1919, Shoeless Joe Jackson, he got banned for betting on the game. You look at Pete Rose, he's out of the game for betting. Heck, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, they all can't get into the Hall of Fame because of cheating. So that word's being thrown around again. So it was definitely warranted with the fallout. Interesting take, Jeff. Topic number three, the meteoric fall of Antonio Brown continues as he posts a video earlier this week of police taking his children away from him, which is followed by his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, releasing him as a client. 
Jeff, this is just sad at this point, but what needs to happen for us to see AB play football again at any level, if it's even a possibility? Colin, it's not a, I, I, it's not a possibility. I look at everything he's done, uh, all of his tirades on Twitter, going off, apologizing. Really just seems like something's off with Antonio Brown. And at this point, he's untouchable for any team in any league. Because nobody's going to want to bring him into a locker room. Heck, Drew Rosenhaus, we all know he loves making money. He loves making money. But he doesn't see Antonio Brown making money anytime soon. Darren Heidner, he just removed himself as counsel as well. They don't see a light at the end of the tunnel with A.B. So why should I believe that he's going to play in the league or any league for that matter? It's sad. And that does it for three and out. Jeff, what do you say we hop aboard the express train? Choo choo. All right, all aboard. First stop on the express train, it's standing ovation. These are the three best things we saw this week. And yes, it is all going to be around the NFL playoffs. Topic number one, Derrick Henry is a man. Henry handles the contact and there goes Derrick Henry. Henry has got major speed for a big man. His 195-yard performance against the Ravens leads Tennessee to the AFC Championship game. Jeff, how impressive has this run been by Henry and the Titans? Holy shit, Colin. I would be terrified to see Derrick Henry on the gridiron. You say he's a man. When he runs the football, that's what I picture it looks like when a rhinoceros runs over a human being. He's had 160-plus yards in the first two games. He's ran by people. More importantly, he's ran through people. He's averaged 4.7 yards after contact in the playoffs so far. So he's running past people, running through people. It is downright impressive. Topic number two, after falling behind by 24 points, Kansas City wakes up. Mahomes to Kelsey, and another touchdown for Kansas City. 51 points later, Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs are back in the AFC Championship game for a second consecutive season. How should we remember this comeback by the Chiefs, and what will we see on Sunday when they square off against the Titans? Well, Colin, uh, in that first quarter, it's a good thing that the Chiefs didn't score any touchdowns and they didn't have to use any fireworks. <laughs> Why is that, Jeff? Once they got hot, they used every single firework in Arrowhead Stadium. That was an unbelievable comeback. You had Pat Mahomes just carving just carving up the defense. I mean, carving them up. Travis Kelsey is something else. And it was just impressive to watch. I had a lot of fun just sitting back watching that game. Yeah, and as far as the game here on Sunday versus the Titans, Colin, uh, there's going to be points. There's going to be points because Derrick Henry, he'll get his two touchdowns. Um, The big question mark for the Titans, though, can Tannehill produce two-plus touchdowns of his own? Because we know the Chiefs are going to score 40-plus points. They're going to score 40-plus. Can the Titans produce enough points? So it's going to be a shootout. I right now have the Chiefs winning 41-28, but it's going to be a great game. Ryan Tannehill is going to have to throw for more than 100 yards, that's for sure. And that is something he has not been able to do this postseason. And I just don't see the Titans being able to keep up with the Chiefs on offense, especially when it comes to the passing game. So I agree with you there. All right, let's keep going. Topic number three, the 49ers absolutely dominate. 
Cousins fires over the middle and it's intercepted at the 40-yard line by Richard Sherman. And then on Sunday, the Packers are able to hold off a feverish comeback by Russell Wilson and the Seahawks to set the stage for the NFC Championship game. Jeff, what can we expect to see in this matchup when the 49ers host the Packers on Sunday? Colin, unlike earlier in the season where the Niners dominated 37-9 against the Packers, it's going to be a different game uh, this weekend. Of course, the Niners, they have their defensive line. Anybody that's watched the game, they see the pressure they're getting, especially Nick Bosa, what they're doing against the run run game, absolutely, absolutely dominating. With that being said, The Packers are going to hit the Niners with Aaron Jones, a lot of misdirection runs. They're going to use the screen pass, the draw play, quick slants over the middle, getting the ball out of Aaron's hand, what he does best to take the defensive line out of the game. Now, if you watch the Vikings game, in that game, Kendrick, the linebacker for the Vikings, could have picked off Jimmy Garoppolo two, two, maybe three times. So I also expect Jimmy G Uh, to throw at least two interceptions. So with all that being said, I think you know who I'm taking. I'm taking the pack in this one. Jeff, I do expect the Packers to have a much more physical matchup than they did against Seattle. It's going to be a must-watch, that is for sure. Next up on the Express train, it's what are you doing, Jeff? You might notice the common theme this week. Topic number one, OBJ. Jeff, what was the former Tiger doing handing out dollar-dollar bills, y'all, to LSU players after the game? Call it. Uh, when I first saw it, I, my first thought was, oh, good for the kids. They're getting a little money after the game. They can go out, have a good time. Uh, then when I really sat down, I'm like, what an idiot. He knows that's a violation, and he's just going to hurt his, his alma mater, hurt this team. So at first I thought, good for the kids. After that, what an idiot. Topic number two, it's OBJ again. Jeff, what was he doing cutting off Coach O during his championship speech to the boys? Colin, I have no clue. Uh, he's not on the team. I know he played there. Coach O's moment. I did not like this at all. Uh, I'm going to use the term again, what an idiot. Uh, you'll probably notice that's my theme with all of this, uh, but did not like it at all. Topic number three, OBJ again. Jeff, what was he doing slapping a cop on the ass, which, by the way, led to a warrant being issued for his arrest on Thursday? Gone. I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. What an idiot. <laughs> Jeff, you're not wrong. Next up on the express train, do you agree? I'm going to make three statements and you're going to tell me if you agree. Topic number one, Joe Burrow just finished the single greatest college football season by any player in the 150-year history of the game. Colin, I agree. We talked about his touchdowns, his records before. He had 60 touchdowns, six interceptions this season. Uh, He also became the first uh, Heisman-winning quarterback to win in the college football playoff. Uh, Definitely greatest season in college football history. That's quite a statement. Topic number two, the Lakers will finish the season with the best record in the NBA. Only if Anthony Davis can stay healthy. And they lost their first game to a sub-500 opponent Wednesday when Markel Fultz somehow dropped a triple-double, which blew me away. Um, I don't think they would have ha- that would have happened if Anthony Davis... No, I know that wouldn't have happened if Anthony Davis uh, was in the g- game. So as long as he can stay health- healthy, I don't see them not finishing with the top record. Topic number three, Liverpool will finish the Premier League season without a loss. Well, through 21 matches, they're 20-0-1. Uh, so that's the best start to a, to a season in the history of the five major European leagues. 
which includes the Premier League, La Liga, Serie A, uh, Serie Un, and the, I can't pronounce it, but it's in Germany. Help me out here. The Bundesliga. Oh, thank you. That Seacon, thank That's why we're a great team. Uh, but, you know, they do have some tough matches ahead. Um, I don't think they will finish uh, with a clean sheet, but the start they have, if they do, I won't be shocked. All right, next stop on the express train, it's laugh or trash. We're going to go through three topics, and Jeff, you're going to tell us if we should laugh or if it is trash. Topic number one, Titans tackle Taylor Lewan isn't about to let his coach forget about the fact that he said he would cut his man part off if the Titans won the Super Bowl. Jeff, laugh or trash? Uh, Colin, uh, to give to give some context on this, before the season, uh, Taylor Lewan had Mike Vrabel on his podcast and asked him uh, if he would cut his you-know-what off for the, for the Titans to win the Super Bowl, if that's what it took. And Mike Vrabel's response was absolutely classic. He said, I've been married for 20 years. I don't need it anyways. So the fact that Taylor Lewan is reminding him of this, of course I laughed. <laughs> Topic number two, after incorrectly picking his last 10 games, Dan Levitard takes a shot at Colin Cowherd with a 30 for 30 type trailer. What if I told you for one shining moment, there was something at Fox Sports somehow worse than Skip Bayless? That the worst thing about Colin Cowherd somehow wasn't his opinions. He picked 10 straight football games and got all 10 wrong. Jeff laugh trash. Uh, Colin, I thought the trailer uh, was very well put together. I enjoyed it. With that being said, I'm going to say trash because I don't like Lebetard and I don't like Cowherd. <laughs> Alrighty then. Topic number three. Following the national championship, Coach O joins the SVP about how he's going to celebrate the national title win. We're probably going to get a ham sandwich or maybe some boot down or something. Go to bed and wake up tomorrow and do it again. <laughs> Come on, Coach. A ham said you just won the national title. I haven't lost in two years, for yeah. God's sakes. Jeff, laugh or trash at Coach O celebrating the national title with a ham sandwich. Well, I love a ham sandwich. My question to Coach O is, did he use spicy mustard on there? Because that's what really rounds out a ham sandwich. Uh, and my love for a ham sandwich made me laugh at this. <laughs> All right, Jeff, final stop on the express train. It's who did it better. We're going to go through three topics and decide who did it better. Topic number one, let's talk college hoops here. Jeff, who did it better, Clemson knocking off North Carolina over the weekend or Clemson beating Duke on Tuesday? Clemson knocking off North Carolina. Uh, it was their first day going into the game. They are 0-58 in Chapel Hill. So their first win there. So that's more impressive. Topic number two, West Coast is the best coast. Jeff, which West Coast basketball team is off to a better start, Gonzaga or San Diego State? Yeah, Colin, San Diego State, of course, they're off to a great start. They're the only undefeated team in college basketball. But on this one, I'm going with Gonzaga because when you look at the schedule, the quality wins. Gonzaga, of course, uh, they they beat Arizona, Oregon, North Carolina. So just based on the schedule, got to go with Gonzaga. All right, Jeff, the final topic on the express train. Let's keep it to college basketball. And we love upsets on this show. So which upset from this week was more impressive? South Carolina knocking off Kentucky or Alabama handing rival Auburn its first loss of the season? Alabama beating Auburn. It's an unbelievable rivalry. And the fact they could hand them the first their first loss of the year, without a doubt, Alabama beating Auburn. 
that does it for the express train. Jeff, let's finish this thing off with some rapid fire. Let's heat it up. All right. First up on Rapid Fire, it's this week's MVP, Jeff. I'll go first. We've talked about it many times on this show, but it has to be Joe Burrow. Clemson's defense hasn't allowed more than 23 points all season long. And what does the Heisman Trophy winner do? Throw for 463 yards and five touchdowns. And oh, by the way, he ran in for a touchdown on top of that. He's my MVP. Honestly, in my opinion, there's no one else who this could be. Jeff, who's your MVP? Well, Colin, you say there's no one else who it could be. So I'm going to go as close to Joe Burrow as humanly possible I'm going Joe Brady hey his offensive coordinator that put him in the position to have all those stats to have the run and the and the playoff that Joe Burrow had I'm going Joe Brady because not only did he do that and help LSU win the game now he's the OC of the Panthers I'm sure in the next few years we'll be hearing his name for head coaching jobs in the NFL he's my MVP Next up on Rapid Fire, it's what to watch for. We're going to go through and tell you what we're watching this weekend. Jeff, I'll go first here. I'm watching Conor McGregor. The Notorious himself is back in the octagon for the first time since the fiasco with Khabib took place more than a year ago. Conor is nearly a 3-1 to favorite to beat Cowboy on Saturday. I cannot wait to watch him in the octagon again. Jeff, what are you watching? Uh, I mean, it's championships Sunday. I didn't realize there was anything else on uh, this weekend, but I'm definitely tuning in to the fight to watch McGregor versus Cowboy. But I, I can't wait to watch Championship Sunday. I can't at all. Uh, it's going to be two great matchups. There's going to be a lot of points scored. Uh, some new teams that we haven't seen in a while. Uh, but I'm watching Championship Sunday. And speaking of Championship Sunday, next stop is Stat of the Week. Jeff, my Stat of the Week is zero. That is how many times the Seahawks pressed wide receiver Devontae Adams at the line of scrimmage, allowing him to get a clean release on every route he ran, which only resulted in 160 yards and two touchdowns. Something tells me the 49ers will be a little more physical with Adams at the line of scrimmage come Sunday. Jeff, what's your stat of the week? Uh, My stat is the number five, and I really hope that all of our listeners that love to bet on sports are listening because I'm going to give them pure gold right now. Kansas City has covered their last five games following a game in which they gave up 30 plus points. That's my stat of the week. Take it to the bank. All right, Jeff, the final stop on Rapid Fire. It's hot take. Jeff, give me your cliche sports podcast hot take. We've talked a lot about Joe Burrow on this podcast, deservedly so. I had an unbelievable season. We talked about the records he's broke, um, everything he's done in the game. But next year, the guy he beat in the national championship, Trevor Lawrence, he's going to break all those records. He's going to win the Heisman Trophy. And somehow... He's going to end up on my Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Damn, Jeff, you are bringing the heat. That's all I know how to do. For my cliche sports podcast hot take, I'm going to keep it with Joe Burrow. And that is Joe Burrow will make the Bengals a playoff team next season. Look, I've watched a lot of college football over my years. I have never seen a quarterback at the college level be able to extend the play the way Joe Burrow does. Not only that, his ability to find the open man downfield, that is going to instantly translate to the NFL and the Bengals will make the playoffs next year as a result. 
That, that's a bold one there. That's a bold one, Colin. All right, and that does it for this week's edition of Coffee and Sports. We thank the millions and millions of listeners from across the globe for tuning in each and every week. Please make sure to follow us at Coffee Sports Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This has been a production of Tandem Bike Productions. We'll see you next week. We out. Bing bong.